Welcome everyone to the Applied Larry Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Dr. Larry. Dr. Larry. It emphasizes the title and it's friendly at the same time. <laughs> I want to get a show like, you know, like Dr. Phil, where I, you know, where I do where I do biblical studies, but I'm not really good. But <laughs> <laughs> but it plays well on afternoon TV. It does play well. And actually, the couple of times I heard him, he actually wasn't bad at all. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but but I don't want to support him because, you know, others don't. Yes. 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 And I want to be a part of the group, the cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's several things I'd like to cancel out of culture. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. So t- today, Stephen, um, yes. because, <laughs> because you and I did so well last week. Oh, it was that, great. It was perfect. Yes. Our, did, our, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we did exactly what we were supposed to do last week, right? We, we we totally did. One of our listeners came and said, you didn't even do the right book. Huh. <laughs> but it was odd how close those chapters were. Yeah. Um, but but all the way through, I remember I kept saying, this doesn't feel quite right. Yes. Well, that was because it was the wrong book. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, in the original... Um, Ezra and Nehemiah were one book, so we weren't that far off. Oh, nice. See, and don't take the blame yourself. I'm the one that threw it up on the screen and said, is this what we're doing? Like I, But like I marched I did not right remember. through it, and then we got to 10, and I was like, isn't 10 a list of names? What's going on? But but that same listener, who will not be mentioned um, by name, also said, you completely missed 6 and 7. So we did, we did, we did uh, 4 and 5, then we did 8, and then we did 9 from a wrong book. So today we'll do six and seven, we'll skip eight, and then and then we'll go from there. So, so today is six and seven, my friend. Okay, okay. And so Ezra six and seven. No, I'm yes. just joking. I'm just joking. It's oh, yes. Nehemiah. Oh no, Nehemiah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's one book. It's one book in the original. Folks, I, I say there. original, but I just should say, in I, I wonder if original is proper. Or in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew yeah, Bible. In the Hebrew, the Hebrew Bible has one book. I don't know about the Septuagint. Yeah. Now, folks, anyway. I should I should confess that when Larry and I connected up tonight on Zoom, I actually was displaying Ezra 10 and said, is this what we're doing? And he's like, you jerk. So, yes, yes, I'm that bad of a person. <laughs> um, okay, anything you want to say about Ezra 6 and 7 before we jump in? No, no, except this is further opposition to the rebuilding. And uh, uh-huh. and this is, by the way, this is Sandballot and the boys, and, and Jeshem the Arab, which always makes me think of. Wasn't there a song by Stephen, um, some goofy guy called Ahab the Arab? Yeah, Arab. yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he was American, obviously, because it was Ahab the Arab. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. no, no one can pronounce things like the Americans can. <laughs> no, no, and and I've decided not to mock it because at one point I was mocking the Americans a little bit. Because they say foyer instead of foyer, because yeah. in Canada we say foyer. Yes. And it's a French word. Yeah. But then I was watching Downton Abbey and the British say foyer. Yes. And I realized the British would say foyer because they're basically saying, screw you, friends. <laughs> every chance they get. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's bad enough that we had to go fight in Normandy that we've got to go do this too. So, yes, yes. I hope screw is not too bad a word for it. No, no. No, no. I think I, I had a I had a guy that I worked for that was offended by that, but I didn't like him at all. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I wouldn't either. That's fine. No. 
Um, all right. Well, well no, uh, you can't because I don't. So you 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 obviously don't either. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandballot and the boys um, are going to come against Nehemiah. Okay. Yeah. So folks, open your uh, Bible apps or your uh, Dead Tree Bibles to uh, <laughs> Nehemiah 6. We're in Nehemiah 6. Not Ezra like I was joking, but Nehemiah. And we'll just read a few paragraphs and then we'll let Larry jump in with some wisdom. When the word came to Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies that I had rebuilt the wall and not a gap was left in it. Though up to that time, I had not yet set the doors and the gates. Remember, we talked about the fish gate, the dung gate, all that kind of stuff. Those are those gates. Sanballat and Geshem sent me this message. Come and let us meet together in one of the villages on the plain of Ono. Okay. I like that the plain is called Ono. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're going to find out in the next little bit that you're going to read um, why they wanted to do that. Yes, and the plain of Ono is where... Uh, John Lennon's wife was from. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were scheming to harm me, so I sent messages to them with this reply. I am carrying on a great project and cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it to go down to you? Four times they sent me the same message, and each time I gave them the same answer. Then the fifth time, Sanballat sent his aide to me with the same message, and in his hand was an unsealed letter which it was written, it is reported among the nations and Geshem, because they had to single them out, says it is true that you and the Jews are plotting to revolt, and therefore you are building the wall. Moreover, according to these reports, you are about to become their king, and even appointed prophets to make this proclamation about you in Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah. Now this report will get back to the king. So come, let us meet together. So you see what they've done, eh? They've um, they've 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 they're, they've tried so hard to get him to come, and so that they could probably kill him. And he says that, you know, they they plan to kill me. And then they brought this letter. Now, when he says an unsealed letter, that that's to show that that they weren't completely bright, um, because if it came <laughs> if it came from anybody important, it would be a sealed letter, and that was the point. With a signet kind of thing, right? Yeah, it, and it, depending on the level of it, yeah, it would it would have a wax seal and a and the signet ring, and so you're saying uh, they're they're not the brightest boys on the block. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my enemy is not maybe as as calculating as they think they are. <laughs> yeah, almost like the demons that 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 called. Uh, remember Jesus cast the demons out, and the demon said to him, "Okay, we're gone." <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're still there because you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam Ballot, Sam Ballot, the Samaritan was about that level. But Thank there was you. also um, because that one guy said that they should have been better to the Samaritans. You got to know that Sam Ballot and them were very harsh to the Jews as well. Mm, like mm. like they did not want any of this stuff to happen. Right. And um, and so I tend to disagree with that. The the one who was saying. You know, they were doing it wrong all the way through Ezra and Nehemiah in the three places. I love the guy who does that. It's the Bible prophecy mm. project or, or the Bible project. Yep. And the guy is fantastic. But I, I think this is one place where I disagree with him. Hmm. I, I really don't think, I think Nehemiah is doing the right thing here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Verse eight now, folks. I sent him this reply. Nothing 
like what you are saying is happening. You're just making it up out of your head. Oh, well, nothing's changed in politics all these years. No. <laughs> they were all trying to frighten us thinking their hands are t- will get too weak for work and it will not be completed. But I prayed, now strengthen our hands. One day I went to the, the house of Shema, the son of this other guy and the son of another other guy who was shut in at his home. And he said, let us be in the house of God inside the temple and let us close the doors because men are coming to kill you. By night, they are coming to kill you. But I yeah. said... Should a man like me run away or should someone like me go to the temple to save his life? I will not go. I realized that God had not sent him, which is an interesting take here, but that he had prophesied against me because Tobiah and Sanballat had hired him. He had hired, he had been hired to intimidate me so I would not commit a sin or would commit a sin by doing this. And then he would give me a bad name to discredit me. Remember Tobiah and Sanballat, my God, because of what they have done. And also remember the prophet Nodiah and how she and the rest of the prophets were trying to intimidate me. So the wall was completed on the 5th of Idil in 52 days. Yeah, yeah. So remember, they they did all of that work on the wall. And, and then there's tons of work that they did on that wall all the way around. And they accomplished that in, in less than two months, mm. which is pretty amazing, right? Yes. But I do like, oh, and I like that the prophet is is a woman yeah yeah is that the woman is was it the was it the female prophet that tried to get him to go into the temple Stephen? it no. was wasn't it or was no, it not let's it was go a back up just if you take a look at verse 10 there it was uh, went to the house of shemela or Shemaya. oh yeah it was it, it was this it was shemela it was she, it was night, night shemalala yeah, <laughs> Shamamaya. I don't know. I can't yeah. say these groups. Metabel. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know why all of a sudden he throws in this this female prophet right near the end, but but um um but they've been trying to intimidate him, and she was one of them trying mm-hmm. to intimidate him. Mm-hmm. Interesting that you're doing God's work, and and it's actual prophets. That are that are coming out and trying to intimidate you so that that you don't do the work, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm guessing these are the these are prophets from Samaria. Samaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and are they actual prophets or are they just prophets by by occupation and title? Yeah. And I, I don't know that either. It's I don't not know interesting, that right? Like a prophet for hire type deal. Like you know, you could look that person up on Kijiji and go, oh, I need a prophet, so I think I'll hire this guy. And, or this lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like the prophets of Baal and and um and then you know with Elijah in that other place and and uh and Balaam as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was an actual prophet and tried to prophesy against Israel and couldn't. Okay. So so there are strange things that go on. But anyway, they're they're all after Nehemiah and they're and and they couldn't they they tried to join with him early on and you, now you don't even know because because that other guy would have said that was all legitimate. Now you don't even know how legitimate it was. Mm-hmm. Like, was all of this a ploy to keep to keep the Jews out of Jerusalem? Right. You know, like, so there's a lot of things that are going on here that you really don't know. What you do know is that Nehemiah got those walls built in 52 days. Yeah. And and there were guys with their families. And, and remember the guy with his daughters? They built one section of the wall. Mm-hmm. And other people built another section of the wall. And we talked about that before where we said, 
how, how is it that everybody knows how to build a wall in those days? Like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if, if, you know, if Steve and Larry got together and built the wall, they wouldn't even be concerned because <laughs> it, it may not be that good a wall, which is an unfair comment on my friend Steve. But No, no, it's it's the utter truth. You and I'd be looking at it going, I don't know. Right. Ah. Let's, let's throw some rocks over here and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the opposition to the completed wall. So now, now we, we finish off this chapter. Okay. Verse 16 now, folks. When all our enemies heard about this, all the surrounding nations were afraid and lost their self-confidence because they realized this work had been done without the help of our with the help of our God, not without, but with the help of our God. Also, those days the nobles of Judah were sending many letters to Tobiah, and replies from Tobiah kept coming to them. For many in Judah were under oath to him, since he was the son-in-law of a famous guy and uh, married the daughter of some other famous guys, which I won't even say. Moreover, they kept reporting to me his good deeds and kept telling him <laughs> what I said. And then telling him what I said. And Tobias sent letters to intimidate me. Isn't that hilarious? Like, they're just talking him up. Oh, he's a really good guy. You know, like, really? He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Tobiah... Um, is they're they're still trying to get him to stop. Yeah, it's 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 quite an amazing book, really. It's it's um it's the whole idea of I'm going to trust God completely, and yet I'm going to be prepared for whatever comes. Mm -hmm. But when they get it done in 52 days, he gives God all of the credit. Yeah, he, he doesn't say, hey hey look at us. I mean we're we are some kind of wall builders. Um, he says, this is all God. And, and that's a choice that you make when I think when you do stuff and it, and it's successful, it's, it's the choice you make to give God the glory and the credit. Yeah. Good point, Larry. That's a great, great message. Like Nehemiah is such a great person of pray and then do. Yeah. Yeah. And remember in the, in the early chapter, he said, um, you know, with a sword in one hand and a trowel in the other. Mm -hmm. And so we were prepared for them but we kept building and then he wouldn't back down. He would not back down. Right. Which is pretty cool. Yep. And, and leadership is leadership, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people, you know, they, there's at any one, at any point in time, they can come against and try to kill you. Right. Yeah. I was thinking about David that time when his guys, um, they wanted to kill him. Hmm. You know, the people that had been following him all this time and he built up this whole group. And he had those the really brave guys that went and got the water for him and stuff. Right. And yet, and yet, when things went bad, some of the people in that group thought that he was they should just kill him. Yes, that's right. The, yeah. Yes, it even describes them as men of renown, right? Isn't that how it describes them? I don't. I can't recall. But we will look that up, you and I. Yeah. yeah. Or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Maybe for another time. Maybe not. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, it, it's so true. So true. He set such a bar. Yeah. So now, Larry, as we transition over to chapter seven, what are we going to see here? They're just going to talk about um, the list of exiles that returned. Okay. Folks, and I will tell you the name of Hananiah, the commander. I just, uh, just a nice name. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? It's kind of good. Yeah. Sing. Um, so, Verse 1, chapter 7, folks. After the wall had been rebuilt and I had set the doors in place, the gatekeepers, the magicians, 
I was mixing musicians and magicians together, and I came with (laughs) musicians. Um, Anyway, the musicians, there was not magicians there, and the Levites were appointed. I put in charge. I can just stop for one second and say appointing the Levites is is really important for a couple of reasons. Mm. Um, Number one, the Samaritans didn't have Levites. Remember, mm-hmm. the Levites were, that was Benjamin Judah, and they, they chose, the priests and stuff came out of the clan of the Levites, but the when when Jeroboam created Samaria, he just chose ordinary people to be priests. Mm-hmm. So to go back and choose Levites, the other thing was, this was not an easy thing to do, because they had all gone into exile, and they had to keep track of these families to know who the actual Levites were, who, the, who were the children of Levi. Mm-hmm. Um, to be the to be the priests and the temple workers again. I'm so th- there's a lot that's going on here, um, and it's 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 really important stuff that's happening in around what are we saying 450 BC. Mm, okay. Okay. I put in charge. Uh, I put in charge of Jerusalem, my brother Hananiah, along with Hananiah, the commander of the citadel, because he was a man of integrity and feared God more than most people do. I said to them, the gates of Jerusalem are not to be opened until the sun is hot. While the gatekeepers are still on duty, have them shut the doors and bar them. Also appoint residents of Jerusalem as guards, some at their posts, some near their own houses. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we are a military city at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Now the city, this is verse four, folks. Now the city was large and spacious and there were few people in it and the houses had not yet been rebuilt. So my God put it into my heart to assemble the nobles, the officials and the common people for registration by families. I found the genealogical record of those who had been there first or been the first to return. This is what I found written written there. Okay, I'll just stop us there for a second again and, and just say, notice that the houses hadn't been rebuilt. Remember the prophets... Um, um, Hezekiah was it? Hezek- Hezekiah wasn't a prophet, was he? What was the prophet we just did? Nahum was it? Nahum we did, and Nahum was telling them you need to stop working on your house and go and build the temple mm-hmm. during the period of Ezra, that last prophet that we did, um, and and he was saying you need to be working on the temple. So when you get to this point, you find out they did. They did stop working on their houses and built the temple. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the walls and the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Now I I'll read verse six, but folks, I'm not going to read the verses after that because it's just family after family after family after family. But just bear with me for a second. Verse six. A very similar group that were in Ezra, by the way. Very Mm. very similar. Okay. We've done Ezra before, right? No, just yeah. We'll (laughs) We'll probably do it again before the end of the night. I'm just joking. (laughs) These are the people of the province who came up from the captivity of exiles, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had taken captive. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his own town, in the company of Zerubbabel, Joshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Ramamah, Ramamai, Ramia, a few others, Mordecai, Bishalan, yeah, and a few others, a few others, a few others. And then there's just a giant list of the list of men of Israel. Yeah. And the only thing I find interesting is they don't mention Ezra in that first group, but... Um... But maybe because Ezra didn't didn't come in quite the same way as these other ones. Zerubbabel was definitely the first, right? And then of course all of the families and all of the priests, 
than the Levites. So, so they were they were obviously keeping some form of records during the exile. Yeah, like even the music, musicians, musicians, sorry, um, yeah. the the descendants of Asaph are there, right? Which is kind of interesting that they even cataloged that. Yeah, who served in yeah. the temple pre-exile. So someone was doing something right. Someone was doing something right. Yeah. Uh, where would you like me to start picking it up again, bud? Um, uh, keep going down. Just keep going down. So, oh, and that's that's the end. Um, and Ezra reads the law, which is what we started on last time. So again, the whole company were like there were forty-two thousand and seven thousand male and female slaves, two hundred and forty-five male and female singers, seven hundred and thirty-six horses. They 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 tracked everything, right? Yeah, mules, yeah. camels, donkeys, donkeys, and uh, which were very important to the Israelites. They did the work, but remember also their kings rode on rode in on donkeys. That's right. Yeah, it was kind of. Kind of a cool thing because Jesus, when he rode in on a donkey, he was very much saying he was was proclaiming his kingship at that point. Yeah, yeah, kind of neat. Yeah. So anyway, so so now they're all back, and so that's really, and then we get to chapter eight where Ezra reads the law. And we did that one. Um, we did that before, uh, so we won't do that again tonight. But we'll just finish here and say, say they 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 brought their records from where they were, and they they reset up everything. At this point in time, and then Ezra reads the law, and that's why, um, that's why Ezra and Nehemiah, why this book is so important. This period of time is so important because hmm. you're going to get into um, like you're 450 now, you know, another hundred and uh, hundred and a few years, you've got Alexander the Great coming through. Yeah. So I mean, for for Israel, it's 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 just one group after another that comes through. They were on a main highway. And they were on a really good path for trade and other things. So, so people are always coming through, right? And and there were always the wars that were going on there. And so, so them coming back, if if from 450 on, um, is what we call the 400 silent years. Hmm. So we we say you know after Ezra and Nehemiah, uh, there's there's really nothing. Well, well we say after Malachi actually. Hmm. But this this is the period that there's now now it's the intertestamental period. And there's a ton of stuff being written, but they usually don't attribute it to to anything after this period of Ezra and Nehemiah. Okay. So really important period in, in Jewish history. It's what they call the second temple period. Hmm. Hmm. And it seems yeah. like there's a very strong um the culture gets reestablished too, right? It's not just that the the people come back and that they set up the wall and they they have the temple, but they really take the law to a new levels of obedience and adherence through the Pharisees and Sadducees eventually that appear. In. Yeah, and I don't know when the when the Pharisees and the Sadducees when these groups start actually uh, appearing. I should I, we should look into that a little bit. Because that's that's getting closer to the first century after the Maccabean period that you start mm. getting into these guys. I think mm -hmm. um, you do have the uh, the synagogues and the rabbis. We think come from this period of time, mm. like from from the period of the exile, and so so everything everything is changing in Judaism, and yet they're holding they're holding on as tightly as they can to to the law to the to the first five books. Beautiful. It's kind of cool, really. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, my friend, thank you for doing this. 
what a great what a great look into this time like larry says a very pivotal time in judaism that a lot of change is happening we step into this moment where we you know at least in terms of evangelical in the evangelical world we say oh this is a quiet period of the intertestamental times but many things are changing and it leads us to the culture that jesus runs into in the first century all this is just laying the foundation of that culture that he runs into um well until you know thank you so much for doing this uh my friend and folks thanks so much for joining us tonight we so appreciate it we always love it that you come along we're so honored the fact that we look in that over 200 people and or even 300 last week actually listened to our podcast so thanks for being part of that gang we're highly honored Maybe, maybe one of the things that you can do is try to figure out all the places that we make mistakes while we're doing it. <laughs> it's, it's not a drinking game because we're trying to be a Christian podcast. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, some of us do. But anyway, uh, I digress. But uh, thanks so much for joining us. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Until then, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was The Apartment.